Today's episode of Concrete Credentials is presented by Aztec. Aztec offers the most comprehensive concrete product lines in the industry, which includes leading equipment brands Rexcon, Conico, and BMH Systems. Aztec is a full-service organization providing engineering, manufacturing, and installation services for our extensive line of portable and stationary concrete batch plants, mixers, material handling systems, and dust control. Hello, and welcome to today's installment of Concrete Credentials. I'm Greg Lewis, Chief Communications Officer with the National Ready-Mixed Concrete Association, and our guest today is Scott Parson. Scott is the president of America's Materials at CRH, the largest vertically integrated construction materials company in North America. He joined CRH in 1996 when CRH acquired Jack B. Parson Companies. During his career, he has held functional and general management positions at the company, region, and division levels. He has also been a participant and leader of teams addressing national performance and global initiatives. Scott is a committed advocate for the construction industry, business, and community, having chaired the following boards, National Ready-Mixed Concrete Association, Salt Lake Chamber of Commerce, Ready-Mixed Concrete Research and Education Foundation, Weber State University Parson Construction Management Program, and Utah State Parks. He has also served as a Weber State University trustee and is the current chair of the Associated General Contractors of Utah. Parson earned a Master of Business Administration from the University of Chicago Booth School of Business and is a graduate of Brigham Young University. Scott, welcome to Concrete Credentials. Thank you. Happy to be here. So, Scott, we're obviously glad to have you make some time to chat with us today. I'd like to start, if you don't mind, with your views on the concrete industry itself. How is the ready-mix business different today from when you came into the industry? You know, that's a very good question, and it's it's thought-provoking because a lot has changed over the past 30 years. I think that, uh, you know, technology has certainly changed. The equipment that we use has certainly changed. The demands of our customers has changed, become more complex. Speed and quality, the technical aspects of the business have changed. And lastly, what's changed is increasing expectations around sustainability and how we how we operate our business. I think as we think about it, there's a few things though that haven't changed. Fundamentally, the ReadyMix business is a people business. It's a, a business built on relationships, relationships with our employees and relationships with our customers. And when we all can work together, we can build fantastic things that will endure and have a lasting impact. And that is what I love most about the industry that we're able to work in. You've been at it for a while and uh, obviously coming into the industry and up through a, a, your your own family's business. And I was curious, the uh, Staker Parson having been acquired some years ago, and then you, even up till today, you've risen through the ranks of these new organizations. Can you talk about how you view that acquisition process for somebody whose name is on the business being purchased? I mean, it's a family business to a corporate entity. So our, our business that was acquired is actually Jack B. Parson Companies. And that was a business that my grandfather started back in the 50s. And my dad, brother, a lot of other family members worked and built that until the mid-90s, which is when we reached the decision as a family that it was 
time to sell the business. Some of our shareholders had reached a point in their lives where they wanted to retire. And at that time, my family members, my father and brother and I, we wanted to stay with the business, continue to work. And fortunate for us, our family chose to sell our business to CRH. And I think that the experience that any seller has is highly dependent on who the acquirer is. CRH has proven to be a fantastic partner. They have supported and enabled our business to grow significantly. It's provided great opportunities for our employees to grow and to develop, to take on new responsibilities. And, you know, for most of our employees, their choice was to to stay and continue to work in our local business, which was based in Utah and Idaho. But for some, it's provided great opportunity to take on additional roles and expand their career as part of CRH and the global business that CRH is. You know, we talk about taking taking care of our people. And, and when you come up in a family uh, business, you're shoulder to shoulder with uh, with family members. And I, and, and I guess my perspective on the concrete industry as a relative newcomer is that there's that sense of uh, working together uh, for the for the good of the industry, and and one of the reasons I think you've been involved in a lot of the activities around uh, NRMCA and the work that we do. But I wanted to talk about safety and uh, of of our people and the well being of our people, those folks in the industry. It's obviously important to all of our NRMCA member companies. We talk a lot about issues uh, related to improving physical health and well-being, but don't generally spend a lot of time talking about how mental health issues impact the people in our industry. And I, I was pleased to see on one of your trucks at the recent uh, National Mixer Driver uh, Championship in Colorado that was branded with a message uh, focused on raising awareness uh, about the need to address suicide uh, prevention and was hoping that you could talk a little bit about your view on how this crisis uh, is impacting uh, people in the industry and how we can better support those uh, in our ranks who might be struggling with their mental health. So that uh, question really resonates with me. In our business, we have a couple of of sayings that I think really capture the essence of the culture that we try to reinforce. One of them is we are a family of families. And that that recognizes that our, our business, even though it's grown to be very large um, across North America and even globally as part of CRH, fundamentally, we are a collection of employees and, and families. The other saying that, uh, really sticks with me is that we make safety our family business. We have expanded our view of safety, that safety is more than physical safety. It is also mental health and well-being. It's good that we're talking about this in the month of May because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. It's sobering to think about, but one in five adults are going to experience some kind of a mental health challenge. Middle-aged men who make up the bulk of our workforce and the bulk of those that we are supplying product to and 
will see our trucks on their job sites are at heightened risk for mental health challenges, self-harm, and suicide. My family, like many others, has been impacted by this. And so suicide and suicide prevention and awareness has become an important topic to me. A year ago, our governor in Utah launched an effort called Live On. And this was a, a suicide awareness and prevention campaign and program. And to support that campaign, we decided to wrap our mixers with messages suggesting what, what concrete things people can do to help somebody who might be facing a mental health challenge. So here, here's a few of the messages, Greg. You, you mentioned that you saw one of these on our truck that was at the, the Mixer Driver Championship, but we hope these messages will help to destigmatize a mental health challenge and motivate people to do something when they they maybe see a friend or a loved one that is struggling. Within CRH America's materials, one of our fundamental safety principles is when I see something, I will stop and do something. And so tied right into see, stop, do is opportunities to help with mental health and suicide prevention. So here's a few of the messages that are on our trucks along with the 988 uh, suicide prevention lifeline. So here's one of the messages. If you notice a friend spiraling, check in. Direct conversations can prevent suicide. Another one is, it's okay if your words get mixed up. Direct conversations can prevent suicide. Another one says a concrete way to prevent suicide. Check in on your friends, it can save lives. Another one says, help a friend pour their heart out. Direct conversations can prevent suicide. And the last one says, mix things up. Ask about their mental health. Direct conversations can prevent suicide. So all of these messages tie in to, you know, a, a rotating mixer that uh, whether it's seen on a highway or on a job site, we're, we're hopeful that that message will stick with somebody that sees it and it will motivate them to do something, um, whether they're personally facing a challenge or a loved one or a coworker is. It's a tremendous, uh, a tremendous effort and the series of messages and the importance of those messages certainly ring true to me and I'm sure they will for for our listeners. So really appreciate your taking that, uh, taking that on. I think it's a big step for, for any company. And I think it's a, a great thing for the concrete industry to be conversant in and, and, and understanding how we can help those next to us and uh, folks by our sides on the job site or uh, at home for that matter. It's not an easy issue to talk about, um, but I think our listeners should recognize their role in helping to address it whenever they can, supporting their people, uh, like for all of us, uh, really should be job uh, number one. Greg, I think it's you raised something that's really important, and it's one of the things that I've learned, and it is repeated on the messages on those trucks, and that is that we sh we need to talk about it. It uh, to think if we don't talk about it or we don't address it, or if we do talk about it, we may plant a seed. That is faulty thinking. It it needs to be addressed. It needs to be addressed directly. And 
none of us should feel uneasy about asking somebody how they're doing and if they're not doing well, if they are considering harming themselves. And if the answer to that question is yes, there are national resources now available. There's local help. Many employers have EAPs. There are ways to help. And the the really sad truth is that many people don't take advantage of the opportunity to seek help because they're ashamed or they see stigma in some kind of a mental health challenge. And that's what we all need to stand shoulder to shoulder to to fight against. Powerful stuff. And I, I agree. I agree completely with the way that you're talking about it and thinking about it. If there's an opportunity for me to, to help in any of your campaigns and efforts there, please uh, do call on me to, uh, to, to do what I can, hopefully above and beyond just raising awareness through this, uh, through this podcast. Thank you. I know you also have taken the issue of community service very seriously. CRH uh, has supported the construction of multiple Habitat for Humanity projects that I've been involved with um, around the country, including in Utah. Why is this important to you personally and to CRH? Habitat for Humanity is a great organization. It's one that has endured for a long time, and they've they've proven time and time again that they can make a real impact. And so CRH and America's Materials, we've supported Habitat for Humanity nationally for many years, and our local operating companies have helped as well. Lately, it's been especially rewarding to participate in projects that have been coordinated with the Build With Strength program, and these homes are being built of insulating concrete forms this is a great technology. I, I personally live in an ICF home that we built over 15 years ago. It's a great way to build, but unfortunately, it's underutilized. And so it, it's great to see through Habitat for Humanity more projects being built with ICFs. And I think anybody that's lucky enough to live in an ICF home will reap the benefits for years to come. I agree. I appreciate your leadership uh, on helping those projects get off the ground. It's been a big help, I think, in our national uh, initiative. Scott, you've served in leadership roles, obviously, in the industry throughout your career, including as a former NRMCA board chairman. For people not familiar with the industry, can you share your perspective on what some of the things are that make our industry unique and what you consider the industry's greatest strengths? That's a broad question, but a couple of things that come to mind. Our industry produces a construction material that's universally recognized for its flexibility, its durability, its strength, its workability. In fact, it's difficult to think of a construction project that does not include concrete. ReadyMix concrete producers provide an essential material and service that's vital to construction. And like I mentioned kind of in the opening, but what I most appreciate our, about our industry is the people and the projects that we help build. Our work builds, improves, and connects, and it creates a lasting impact and improves the quality of life for everybody. If I could suggest one thing I think we can all do as leaders and those responsible for businesses would be to broaden our perspective of safety. and define safety as physical and mental health and well-being. 
And as we broaden our focus and we bring energy and resources to both physical and mental health, I think we can make a real difference in the lives of those we work with. So the question is, what are some of the things you'd like to see the industry do more of, and how do you see NRMCA's role in helping to accomplish those things? Yeah, our you know one of the biggest challenges that that we are facing right now is the skilled workforce that we need to continue to to grow and build our business and serve our customers. So I would appreciate seeing NRMCA continue to emphasize and even increase efforts around recruiting and training and helping its members to retain our workforce. There's also been a lot of good work done in supporting the move away from prescription mixes and towards performance specifications. That is incredibly important as we are all striving to be more sustainable, to use quality concrete that has a has a less intense carbon footprint, if we can all be working towards performance specifications, it will help us make progress in that area. Then one of the things I've always appreciated about uh, NRMCA is the good advocacy work that is done, both for funding, for responsible regulatory reform, for some of the driver hours of service benefits that that we have realized as a result of NRMCA's work. You sort of jumped in and answered my next question, but I'm I'm going to ask you to build on that if you don't mind. If you were talking to a concrete producer who wasn't an NRMCA member, how would you uh, talk about the value of NRMCA membership to that uh, individual? So I, I think there's a kind of a collection of of benefits that uh, somebody, a producer who isn't a member of NRMCA would miss out on. So for me personally, one of the most rewarding has been the opportunity to collaborate with with peers across the country and build relationships with them. The promotion work, the advocacy, the resources, there's a host of things that NRMCA offers benefits that when a member takes advantage of them, it will help your business be more successful. There's a host of benchmarking surveys and and reports that come out. An astute business leader can look at those things and identify opportunities where you can improve your business. That's what it's all about is driving improvement day in, day out, year in, year out. The other part of the, the industry that I don't think we get anywhere near enough credit for, and that is around the topic of sustainability, I've had questions in the past about where the industry is headed in terms of sustainability and low carbon concrete. I'd be interested in your views on that, Scott, and what the low hanging fruit is to move forward, uh, to move the industry forward in those areas. This is a significant challenge. Um, I'm not sure that there's a lot of low hanging fruit. Probably one of the areas, again, like I just mentioned, would be embracing performance specifications that puts the control more in the producer's hands and will allow us to reduce the carbon footprint of mixes. You know, CRH is a global a global cement business and we are committed and working hard to 
reduce our carbon footprint and to operate more sustainably through our operating companies and our innovation center for sustainable construction. We're researching, developing, testing a range of technologies that harness and reduce CO2 and also turn that CO2 into beneficial uses. Carbon capture and utilization of that carbon is another area that we are researching and working to to develop effective ways long-term to deal with, with those challenges. Operating more sustainably and producing more sustainable and lower carbon concrete is going to take the collective effort and the collaboration of all of us that work in this industry from cement producers, admixture suppliers, the design community, and regulators. If we all don't do our part, it will be very difficult to make the progress that is needed. I agree, and it's a it's a it's a big it's a big job, uh, and it's going to, as you say, take everybody's uh, working together to to be successful. Scott, where do you expect to focus your energies in the years ahead in your new role leading CRH America's materials? Our focus is is really going to be to continue to support our customers and do that by providing sustainable solutions that build, improve, and connect our world. And we do that in a lot of different ways. Our, our business is fundamentally a aggregates business. And then we have a very large asphalt business, ready mix, and construction business. And so our energy and focus is around continuing to grow and perform well in each of those segments in each of the markets where we serve. We do that by providing resources, expertise, benchmarking, and empowering our operating companies across North America to address the local challenges they face. And one of the things I like best about CRH is that we are very serious about our commitment to being entrepreneurial and recognizing that those closest to the work, closest to our customers, they are best situated to understand how to meet those needs and how to offer the solutions that will have the biggest impact for our customers and for our markets. So that that's our focus uh, for me as a leader and collectively for our team across North America. I don't have any more questions myself, but I do like to offer at the end of one of these episodes to have uh, the guest uh, have a chance to highlight the key takeaways either from the session or what you would like to offer as food for thought, uh, either to those inside the industry or to those who use our products. You want to weigh in on any of that? I'll maybe wrap up by just sharing um, a re-emphasis again on on the month of May uh, and tying it back to safety, the importance of mental health as leaders, no matter what kind of a a company we work for or where we're situated, we all have the opportunity to influence and impact others. And I would encourage everyone to do your part to destigmatize mental health challenges. And if you notice a friend, a loved one that needs help, please 
be the help that they need. At CRH, our purpose is we stand together to reinvent the way our world is built. And reinvention is a great opportunity as we think about the future. We think about building, we think about construction and standing together is powerful in terms of the collaboration and the benefits that that can bring. And the end result of any project that we provide concrete to is a testament to many, many people working together and standing together. And the projects that we build are a lasting testament to that collaboration and work. And it's just, it's an honor to work in this industry and to be part of of construction where we can make an impact every day in the things that we do. Beautifully said. Thank you very much, Scott, for taking time out to, to chat with us today and uh, for all of your wisdom and, and energy and on behalf of the industry and on making the, the world in the concrete world at a minimum a better place. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate the opportunity. We'd also like to take this opportunity to thank our Concrete Credentials podcast listeners. Please remember to subscribe to Concrete Credentials which is available wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode of Concrete Credentials was presented by Aztec.